I hate being the guy who comes on here so much and says, you know, told you. I know that it's a joke, the hashtag told you thing. I get it, but I hate being that guy. I really do. But unfortunately, that's kind of where we're at. So first, we're going to start in Michigan. All right. The Michigan House uh, is voting today on repealing the governor's emergency powers. So again, keep an eye on that. Uh, There is a new study out. That's just the Johnson & Johnson vac- vaccine is completely ineffective against the Delta variant of COVID. This could explain, if this is true, this could explain why so many fully vaccinated people are getting infected with the Delta variant. It's a possibility. So anyway, here's the story. A new study found that one dose of the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine was ineffective against the new Delta variant of the disease, but suggested that some of the 13 million people inoculated with the one dose of it could be protected with a second dose okay but if one dose is completely ineffective if one dose is complete completely ineffective what is the second dose going to do i mean perhaps it'll improve upon zero percent effective but is it going to be worth it that becomes the thing Um, a lot of people chose the johnson and johnson vaccine because it was a one dose vaccine that was the point you didn't have to go back. You didn't have to get a second one. So you, you did the one dose, even though the one dose of Pfizer and Moderna were more effective than the one dose of Johnson & Johnson. But, but I digress. We've been over all of that a million times before. And for the record, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't even think that this study is peer-reviewed, so I'm just letting you know it's just a new study that's come out. So it, it is what it is. It may change in the future. Don't take this to the bank forever and ever and ever. Amen. Because it might very well change. The message that we wanted to give was not that people shouldn't get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, but we hope that in the future it will be boosted with either dose, either another dose of Johnson & Johnson or a boost with Pfizer and Moderna. That's according to a virologist, uh, Nathaniel Landau, the leader of the study who works at NYU's Grossman School of Medicine. Now, this is all in the New York Times. I'm getting it from Newsmax. Other medical professionals have echoed Landau's position that in order for some of the vaccines to be effective, two doses need to be administered. I've always thought and often said that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is a two-dose vaccine, says virologist John Moore. Okay, well, he works at uh, Weill Cornell Medicine in New York. Okay, this virologist, let's go back to the video that I uploaded today was a segment where I, by the way, it's, I did a lot of funny things to Jen Psaki um, on video, in that video, so I hope you go watch it on rumble.com slash Casey the host. But it was about Jen Psaki talking about how they were flagging posts. The White House was. They were flagging posts for misinformation so Facebook could take them down. Okay? They then walked that back the next day. Said, oh, no, no, we're totally not doing the thing that Jen Psaki told the entire country we were doing yesterday. Of course you are. You're totally doing it. And now you're lying about it. So she let the cat out of the bag. But this goes back to that censorship thing. Here's a virologist, John Moore. Was John Moore censored would he be considered a censorable person on social media if he's running out there and going you need two shots of johnson and johnson while johnson and johnson the cdc and the who are all telling you it's one shot would he have been a guy that was censored by facebook and and the experts because he's a virologist at a prestigious medical institution and he's out there saying johnson and johnson's supposed to be a two-shot vaccine guys but that's not how it was sold it was sold as a single dose so I just, I'm just, look, I'm pointing these things out. And the reason that I'm doing that is which experts 
are the ones that are allowed to tell you what is going on and which experts are not the ones allowed to tell you. As we've highlighted throughout the entire pandemic, the experts who were censored throughout the whole pandemic ended up being the experts who were right. And the experts who got all of the airtime and were anointed into deity status for crying out loud. Look, here's the thing. If there are people praying to you and worshiping you and putting stupid little bobbleheads in their studio windows for you and making sex toys out of your image like they are with Dr. Fauci, you're now a deity. You're no longer a human being. They've anointed you some kind of deity status. It's ridiculous. It is completely ridiculous. Did you see him trembling, by the way? Trembling when he was getting taken to town by Senator Rand Paul the other day? There's a, there's a camera angle where they zoom in on Fauci's hand, and he is shaking like a leaf. Now, you could say that that might be anger, that might be rage. Most people are looking at it and going, you got busted. Because you just tried to say that Dr. Rand Paul was lying to everybody, and then he whipped out a quote from one of your people saying that he was right and you are the liar. And then all of a sudden he starts trembling and shaking. Was that anger or was that anxiety? So anyway, and I'm just throwing it out there. This is a prestigious virologist, okay? And if he's saying Johnson & Johnson is a two-dose, but everybody else and all the powers of be are saying Johnson & Johnson is one dose, does he get censored on social media? Moore also pointed out several studies that administered Johnson & Johnson vaccines to monkeys and people, which showed greater efficacy after two doses rather than one. Okay. But are those studies allowed to be told to everybody on social media? <laughs> I'm just... It, does, it doesn't make any sense because they're just picking and choosing random crap to censor. They're not basing it on science or evidence or anything else. Isn't it interesting how they keep talking about how Fauci's allowed to change his position on a couple of things from the beginning of the pandemic because the science evolved? But every time the science evolves to prove that Fauci and the public health officials that are running your lives right now are all wrong, they immediately censor those studies? Why is that? Why is it? Ask yourself this. Take a step back for just a second. Get yourself out of cloud world, okay? Why is it that at least a dozen studies that have come out, which have shattered the narrative on masks, vaccines, uh, surface infections of the virus, etc. Why is it that every single one of those that comes out gets censored and pulled right after the scientists are threatened with their jobs? Why, why do you think that is? How is it that you have so many studies which show the same things, which are counterpoint to the, the established narrative that you're running into every single day, and every single one of those studies that gets published gets retracted within a few days? And it seems to happen after there is a backlash and a call for the jobs and defunding of the labs that, that actually put out those studies. Why do you think that is? Do you think maybe, potentially, possibly, Good science is being censored here and being canceled by people who want to take away their livelihoods. Do you think maybe that has something to do with it? Now, if, if you're an administration for, let's say, a university, and you've got the powers that be in, in government coming to you and going, hey, you know that, uh, that $3 million that we're giving you? We're going to take that away unless you retract this study that your people just put out because we don't like what it says. 
So what do you do? You have them retract it or else they lose their funding. They lose their job, right? Go back and look at all the stories. All of these studies that we have pointed out, and it's weird how many of them are actually, they're peer-reviewed. Many of them corroborate previous, previous studies that had also been forcibly retracted. Every single time, it's almost like they don't want you to see the advancing of science on this. So you go back to the beginning, and Dr. Fauci was actually giving you correct information about masks, and all of a sudden, he changes his position on that when people pointed out that it's weird because there's no new studies that, that would justify that change. And then people go, well, the science changed, and therefore his position evolved. Okay, well, the science has changed on a lot of stuff, but that science is not allowed to be seen by anybody, which doesn't allow anybody's position to evolve on the science because you never let the new science get published. Isn't that interesting stuff? Johnson & Johnson was sold to all of you, and I know that many of you chose it because of this, as a single-dose vaccine. I always thought that that was strange. You heard me say that on the show many times. Because one dose of Johnson & Johnson was less effective than one dose of the other two. It makes sense for you to get it. But look how many studies where they had to do two of them to make the thing, you know, really effective. And now we're finding out that a single dose vaccine recipient of Johnson & Johnson doesn't, it doesn't work on Delta at all? How many people got Johnson & Johnson because it was quicker and easier? Are all of those people now at risk of the Delta variant? Is this why over 40% of new infections in Israel? Well, I mean, in, this, that's the data in Israel, but they use the Pfizer vaccine in Israel. But we don't have the actual data yet in the United States. But in Israel, it's over 40% of fully vaccinated people are now getting COVID. If you go into the UK, it's over 60%. And Johnson & Johnson is a lot closer to the AstraZeneca vaccine. So could it be that we're getting a 60% infection rate in the United States from those who had Johnson & Johnson? I don't know, because we're not, we're not bothering to look into it. Why would we? We're all in on just get poked with something. We don't really care what it is. Uh, let's do it. It's just, it's just bizarre stuff. Um, so anyway, just I, wanted to just I wanted to pass that on to you. If you had the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, you may, you may, depending on your demographic and if you're at risk, you may want to consider looking at an alternative if you are interested in being fully vaccinated. Okay, Because right now, this study, and it's just one, but this study says that the Johnson & Johnson one is not effective at all, even remotely against the Delta variant. Well, if that's the case, I don't know what good a second shot of the same thing is going to be. You know, usually you want some, some effectiveness, and then you get a second one and you improve upon that effectiveness, but how do you improve upon something that's not effective at all? I, I don't know. If you get the second dose, do you, do you go from 0 to 5% effective? Do you go to 10%? Do you magically go from zero to 100% and this is a giant Johnson & Johnson conspiracy to get you to pay for an extra shot? I don't know. But it's just, it is absolutely, it's just, it's bonkers stuff. I don't know what to tell you. Next, not only have we Texas Democrats go to Washington, D.C. and spread COVID all over the place, Jen Psaki has now confirmed that there have been previously undisclosed COVID-19 breakthrough cases in the White House. Hold on a second. So you're telling me at the White House, since Biden has been sitting there keeping Trump's seat warm, 
that there have been breakthrough infections in the White House and the White House kept it from the American people. How pissed would you and the news media be if that was Donald Trump sitting in the White House right now and they didn't tell the White House press corps that there were breakthrough infections of fully vaccinated people inside the White House? They would have been livid, foaming at the mouth. CNN would have never stopped talking about how they jeopardized the safety of Americans by not telling everybody that breakthrough infections can happen. Look, it even happened in the White House. Everybody would have been furious. So Jen Psaki lets it slip yesterday that there's been a bunch of breakthrough infections at the White House among White House staff. They never told anybody. And the news media is like, meh. They would have been livid if this were a Trump administration. They would have been livid if this were a Bush administration. We've been another example of how they were jeopardizing the lives of the American people, how they were not being transparent, how they were violating freedom of the press and not letting the press know what the press has a right to know, and that is that people can still get infected after being vaccinated, even though it's well-known knowledge. They would have absolutely lost their minds and tried to burn them at the stake. And I guarantee you, Sheila Jackson Lee and Maxine Waters and Pelosi and all of those other nincompoops out there, Adam Pencilneck Schiff, they would have all demanded that there be another impeachment trial because the Trump administration was jeopardizing the safety of Americans by not telling them that there were breakthrough infections jeopardizing national security and the leadership of the country at the White House, and they didn't tell anybody about it. What nonsense. What absolute and complete nonsense. But speaking of nonsense, an immunologist, another expert, is really ticked off with the Wall Street Journal. And I'm going to tell you why. Coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. So something else that's been happening throughout the pandemic is that actual experts have been writing newspapers and writing news agencies and saying, look, the stuff being pushed in your publications, on your newscasts, even by public health officials is not accurate. And this consistently happens. Friendly reminder, in the very first Senate hearing where Fauci and Senator Paul got into it, which was not a public hearing, Senator Paul is the one that suggested using a steroidal treatment for people who are on ventilators. And Fauci said, we've tried that. It doesn't work. Guess what treatment works and is extremely effective on ventilated patients with COVID? And all of those people who are on ventilators who died as a result from the media ignoring the doctors telling you stop putting them on ventilators to ignoring that treatment that is now the standard treatment for people on ventilators. And Dr. Rand Paul, Senator, United States, he's the one that suggested it early in the pandemic. Fauci is the guy that told him it didn't work and it was a bunch of garbage. All of those people died because Fauci did not listen to that recommendation. So there's an immunologist who has demanded that the Wall Street Journal editorial board retract a, quote, dangerous lie about COVID immunity. Now, we have been over this. The international data makes it crystal clear. If you have had COVID, you're good. Your, your immunity right now is great against all variants, and it surpasses all vaccinations. That's what all of the data shows. The Wall Street Journal took it upon themselves 
with no scientific reasoning behind it whatsoever, because again, everybody's opinion means something now, and they decided to write an op-ed about this in the editorial that if you've previously had COVID, you're not protected against the Delta variant. Where's this coming from? Because it's not published in any scientific literature anywhere in the world. I've looked. The exact opposite is published, though. Wall Street Journal editorial board has published an absolute falsehood regarding the susceptibility of COVID-recovered and immune Americans uh, as to, uh, to subsequent infection. The letter demanding a correction or retraction was sent to the editorial board and a few prominent Wall Street Journal reporters. Uh, so, again, this immunologist, today I was shocked to read what I know with 100% certainty as an immunologist and physician is a lie in the Wall Street Journal's editorial board op-ed on COVID-19. Specifically, your colleagues are stating the following falsehood. Quote, previously infected individuals appear to be more susceptible to reinfection by the Delta variant, which could explain some of the rising cases. This is a complete lie. It doesn't come from a single medical source. It doesn't come from a scientific source. This is a bunch of egghead reporters or columnists getting together and writing a bunch of crap that they literally pulled out of their backside. None of it's true. And so this immunologist writes in, he's like, this is 100% false. You need to retract this. Your average dopehead out there is going to be reading the Wall Street Journal and going, oh man, I'm more susceptible now? No. You know what some of the data shows? Which is another reason why we may have a higher level of fully vaccinated people getting infected with the Delta variant. And I told you this the moment the Delta variant hit Europe. You remember this? Fully vaccinated people might actually be more susceptible to the Delta variant. Do you know where that study came from? The Israeli government. The Israeli government specifically tested the Pfizer vaccine because the country only used the Pfizer vaccine. And the Israeli government study showed that those who were fully vaccinated with the Pfizer vaccine seemed to be more susceptible to the Delta variant than those who were not. Okay, and I told you at the time, this is really preliminary. This is not peer-reviewed. I'm just letting you know for, for the information's sake. Israel is now the country where 60% of its infections are from people who are fully vaccinated with Pfizer. And the Wall Street Journal is writing the exact opposite, and they're not getting it from anybody with any medical credentials. They're just making it up. So when somebody reads the Wall Street Journal, if they think in any way, shape, or form the Wall Street Journal's editorial board is credible, they've now been told... If you've previously had COVID, congratulations, you're more susceptible to Delta, which is a complete and total lie. So they demanded a retraction. Of course, they haven't done it. You remember me telling you about people who, who that initial preliminary study, you remember me telling you about that in Israel? About how they seem to, to show that the Delta variant actually targets people who are vaccinated with Pfizer? And it was a very small, they only did like two or three dozen people. Very, very small initial sample size. Wasn't peer reviewed. I made that crystal clear on the show several times. But now Israel, 60% of their new infections, 60% are people who are fully vaccinated. And the Wall Street Journal is just making crap up? Now let me ask you just a parting question before I go. 
if a newspaper publishes the exact opposite of medical and scientific fact, jeopardizing the health and welfare of their readers, are they the enemy of the people? More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. All right, so I do have a quick little update that I missed three days ago. And then we'll move on. If you go back several months, the Israeli government did a study. They found that people who had been fully vaccinated in Israel, and the shot they used there was Pfizer exclusively, that the Delta variant was infecting people who were fully vaccinated at a higher rate than anybody else. So they, they were hypothesizing that perhaps the Pfizer vaccine actually puts you in greater danger of the Delta variant than not being vaccinated at all. That was a preliminary lab result done by a lab that is staffed and funded by the Israeli government. That was months ago. We told you about it on this show. Currently, in Israel, 40% of new infections of COVID are from fully vaccinated people. Three days ago, also out of Israel, a new study came out. Pfizer shot must, much less effective against Delta. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine is significantly less effective at preventing infection with the Delta variant than previous strains of coronavirus. Now, this is from Israel's health ministry. Okay, The latest setback... Uh, the latest setback is countries around the world fight to contain the hyper-contagious form of COVID-19, driving outbreaks among children and young people. Okay. Uh, Forbes magazine can fearmonger all they want. That's, that's still not, that isn't the preponderance of infections here, but I digress, whatever. Uh, so anyway, a full course, meaning two shots post two weeks of the Pfizer vaccine they're listing in Israel as 64% effective. Okay? So that is, that is again, just what they're saying three days ago. So what we, here's what we don't know. And, and this, look, this is the type of information that gets you censored on social media. If I go out there and tell you, it, it look, okay, Friday, right? If it's a Friday, we got open lines, somebody... Somebody calls me up and says, Casey, if, I, if you were me and you were going to get a vaccine, which one would you get? If I were to say Moderna because Johnson & Johnson is not effective at all against the Delta variant, which the research shows, and the Pfizer vaccine is much less effective against the Delta variant, which the research shows, but I don't have any data that shows that Moderna is less effective... So if I were you, I would look at Moderna. And if I were to say that, I guarantee you, I would be, that, that video would be stripped out of YouTube. It would be taken off of Facebook. I guarantee it. And all I have done is presented you the medical scientific facts as they are published from official sources. I guarantee it. This goes all the way back to that censorship issue, which we're talking about all the time. The Israeli government is out there telling, and by the way, I was accused of misinformation for telling you about the, the Israeli study months ago. 
How is it misinformation if I've got the Israeli government doing a preliminary lab result, which I made crystal clear they were doing, and told you, take it with a grain of salt, this is extremely early, just passing it on for your information in case you need to make a decision about which shot you're going to get. But again, I was accused of misinformation there for telling everybody the facts. And as time has evolved, it doesn't look like the Pfizer vaccine is is putting you in any danger of getting Delta, but it's a heck of a lot less effective against Delta. They're now saying Johnson & Johnson doesn't work at all against Delta, but you need a second Johnson & Johnson shot. Oh, well, what efficacy is that going to give me? But if you say that, you're censored. You're spreading misinformation because they don't want you to say that. They want to push everybody to get Pfizer. Uh, if you can't get Pfizer, get Moderna, whatever. Do you think the United States government, let me just ask you this question here, and then, then we'll, we'll take a quick break. Do you think the United States government or Jen Psaki or you know, the, any of the mayors in our area, do you think any of them are going to hop on to a two-minute and 30-second YouTube video and recommend their citizens not get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine? Because the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is 0% effective against the Delta variant, according to the latest scientific research? Or do you think they're going to keep their mouths shut until you get get whichever vaccine you want? Wouldn't it benefit local health officials and mayors and everything else for our communities for them to go out and go, hey, here's a couple of things you need to consider. New study says Johnson & Johnson with a single dose is not effective against Delta, and we're dealing with Delta right now. So maybe don't choose that one. Uh, also, a government study in Israel shows that the Pfizer vaccine is only 64% effective. We don't have any data on Moderna yet. But right now, we do know that those other two vaccines are dramatically less effective against the Delta variant of COVID, which we're dealing with right now. So make the best decision that you can. Do you think any of them are going to do that? Or do you think they're going to get in front of you and do the same crap they've been doing for months and say, get whichever vaccine you want. Don't care which one. Just make sure you get stuck with something, which is exactly what they're going to do, which is irresponsible. Why should? And I'm just using... Elkhart is an example because that's where I live, okay? Don't go running back to the mayor and tell him that I'm destroying the mayor over this. I'm not because I haven't had a conversation with him about this. But do you think it's responsible for the mayor of Elkhart, South Bend, Mishawaka, anywhere else, Goshen, in this area, wherever you're listening, on the Michigan side, Niles, and every, everywhere else, do you think it would be responsible for them to hop on and go, hey, new research suggests the Johnson & Johnson vaccine doesn't work against Delta at all. So if you haven't been vaccinated, you may want to go in another direction. And there's this other research about Pfizer, which may concern you too. But you make the best decision out of the vaccines that are available. We're just letting you know that getting the Johnson & Johnson one may not be the best idea. Then, why wouldn't they do that? That would be the best move for our community. But they're not going to. They're just going to tell you to get whichever one you can get. Whichever one's most available to you, get that one. That's not responsible at all. Not responsible at all. And, of course, they're not telling you that the Delta variant is less deadly. Dramatically less deadly, by the way. They're not telling you that at all. Hmm. I wonder why. More coming up. 95.3 MNC. 
And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. By the way, later on today, when you see people posting about me on social media and telling everybody how I was spreading propaganda and misinformation on my show, go ahead and ask them to back it up. They won't be able to. They won't be able to. It really is that simple. Like I've said before, you know, when you have Dr. Einters and some of these other doctors, you know, pitching a fit, about some of this stuff, nothing changes the fact that I'm the one with the actual scientific data and they have to have secret meetings without taxpayers knowing about it to come up with talking points. You wouldn't need to have secret meetings to come up with talking points if you had scientific research on your side. You just wouldn't. But that's just the reality. It's it, People have to get rid of this confirmation bias crap and just believing what they want to believe for the sake of believing it. I got news for you. People aren't as good as you think they are especially when they're in positions of power. I completely disagree with the premise that the vast majority of people are, are good at everything. Like, not like talent-wise, but good when it comes to all categories. Most people are bad towards others when it comes to their own benefit. Most people. Speaking of bad people, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer is breaking records with campaign fundraising. At least according to the Detroit Free Press, uh, Governor Whitmer will report next week that she has more than $10 million in cash in her campaign fund following a record-setting fundraising stretch, according to her campaign on Tuesday. The Whitmer campaign previewed her fundraising numbers as former Detroit Police Chief James Craig is expected to officially announce his Republican candidacy for governor as early as Monday or Wednesday. Excuse me. Um, and for the record, I ran into a very interesting article about uh, James Craig that said, hey, if you're a Republican or a conservative, you, you may not want to support that guy. He's not very good on, on some issues. I'm not making the claim. I'm just letting you know that before you start declaring your support for specific candidates, you may want to actually dig into them a little bit. And there's some, at least in some Republican circles, there is some serious concern about him. Okay? Just floating that out there. Uh, in in this, you know, she's raising money. It'll be interesting when they actually make their declaration when I go through it and find out how much of it's actually Michigan cash. That's what I'm interested in. How much of it actually came from people in Michigan and how much of it came from outside of Michigan because they don't want her to go anywhere. That's the real question. More coming up, 95.3 MNC.